Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. I'm up to episode two of Warriors of the Deep, the Peter Davison story, um, which I've been watching on BritBox, and I wonder if they've ripped them from the VHS because they look a little bit, uh, you know, nasty. Um, so I stopped it and went and put on the DVD version and other than the titles looking cleaner, it still looks like it was (laughs) videotaped underwater. So, you know, I guess maybe that's the the look they were going for. It's underwater. (laughs) Um, (laughs) so they're in the reactor room, uh, where they can't risk a shot. We're getting the recap from the episode before. Um, we get Action Man, Fifth Doctor, who doesn't normally get to do this kind of thing. He just sort of stands around the corner and goes, ah. uh, and then he goes into the water again. It's oh, it's a great recap. Uh, Turlo is such a negative Nelly. He's like, face it, Deegan, he's drowned, and they run off. Um, so then, of course, we see the Doctor swimming because he can he's he can swim like he's not drowned. Um, he's just a bit stunned by hitting the water straight away. Uh, so he's getting sprayed with underwater bubbles um and then it goes and opens a hatch um Turlow hacks a door so he locks everyone in the reactor room uh and then the man in red calls himself Bulick which sounds like an uncomfortable thing um uh, the doctor exits into some sort of airlock situation um the Silurians uh on their base uh, waiting for the sea devils to wake up, like an expectant puppy waiting to go for a pee. Um, they're very excited that they've survived. <laughs> uh, the doctor looks out of a hatch at something. Um, Nilsson can live is called to the bridge because of the intruders and tells Solov that they can maybe activate Maddox sooner than expected. And she gives a knowing nod of evil. These two are such moustache twirlers. I kind of love them. <laughs> like, 
like, how did no one on this base went twig that these guys were enemies? Because they're like, oh, we're doing a bad thing. Um, the Silurians keep saying excellent, which is uh, 80s Doctor Who for I am a manipulative bad guy. Excellent. Like, seriously, all the Cybermen always go, excellent. Like, they're all like, like Monty Burns in The Simpsons. Excellent. Um, what is it with excellence and bad people? Why are there such paragons of excellence? Uh, it's very weird. Um, so, when the Sea Devils completely wake up uh, and they have their tea and toast or seaweed and soggy crumpet, uh, they'll brief them on the plan of attack, uh, is what they're planning. Um, and the the sea base, some guy tries to bypass Turlo's jiggery poker and gets a rotten shock. It's like zzz, zzz, and he collapses. Um, then Turlo yells, run! And he and Tegan go for a quick jog down a short corridor. Uh, and they get separated by a sliding door and Turlo is captured. Oh, no. Uh, the doctor's wringing out his wet coat and uh, finds uh, the unconscious bloke at the door. Control, the one that <laughs> Turlo just ran away from. Um, so, he decides to get out of his wet clothes. Okay, doctor. Uh, the sea devil uh, gives his name as Halvex. Um, and Ikthar is the leader of the Silurians. And they have a very slow, whispery chat about management structure. Um, and then wander slowly off. Like, seriously, that's all they really talk about. It's the, nothing really happens. Um, the doctor puts on the radiation suit thing, uh, or maybe it's just the way the soldiers on this base dress. Uh, it's got like a big see-through kind of perspexy bubble helmet. Um, although it looks like it's made out of like the, <laughs> the bags you put comic books, comic books in. You know, those, those see-through plastic things. Like it's, it's a weird, like, I, I feel like this is dangerous for children. It's like, don't put your head in a plastic bag just because the doctor did. <laughs> um, Anyway, he's, uh, he sniffs inside the helmet and it's like, oh, t- looks at the unconscious bloke whose clothes he's just stolen and goes, what have you been eating? Oh, some comedy. Uh, the boss asks Nelson to find out how the intruders breached security. Um, Tegan and the doctor find each other and decide they have to help Turlo and Tegan asks what he's been eating. Oh, it's a running joke now. Um, uh, I mean, they're on an underwater sea base. I presume it's a lot of seafood uh no that's just that's what i presume like you just stick your hand out the window and grab something to eat (laughs) um the sea devils march very slowly around their underwater headquarters while some music plays uh um wants to know how long they'll be ready for combat and selvik says orientation starts as soon as they wake up oh Soon as we wake up. <laughs> I seriously talk so slow. Uh, Ikthar gives him a relay banner um, that is apparently the plans for attacking the human underwater missile complex. It's just like a, it's like a barnacle-y <laughs> relay banner that's fallen to the bottom of the ocean. Um, but that's the orders. Uh, on the sea base, the captain is told the reactor's been stabilised. See, the doctor was right. It didn't take them long. Um, and then Turlo's brought before him. And Turlo says he's not an enemy agent. And if the doctor had intended to destroy the reactor, it would be in pieces. Ooh, bold. Uh, the doctor demands Tegan wait behind while he goes into some room. Um, 
Turlo's trying to explain about the TARDIS while the Doctor skulks about in his weird radiation suit thing. Uh, although he looks like everyone else in the room, so that's kind of helpful. Everyone's wearing one of those suits with a plastic helmet. Uh, Nelson, I can't live, uh, says the only way to tell if Turlo is lying is to look into his mind. So the boss orders him taken to the PS unit. When there's a scuffle and the Doctor gets a gun and holds it on everyone. He's very gung-ho with the violence now. Um, oh, is gung-ho problematic? Like that as a saying? It probably is. I never, have I had this conversation before? <laughs> I have, because look, it's in my, my search history. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> we're, we're going with gung-ho. Uh, Preston goes down a weird spiral staircase and she leads her troops into the TARDIS, which is apparently just left open and unlocked. Um, and they go into the console room and they go into the other door into the rest of the TARDIS. Like, what's going on in there? Uh, what? Like, this is weird. Um, the, (laughs) like, I feel like... (laughs) In the 80s, everyone went into the TARDIS. It's it's crazy. Like, are, are, are some of the policemen from Black Orchid still in there? <laughs> They're going to meet up. Um, <laughs> the Doctor hands his weapon to the commander as uh, Preston buzzes from the TARDIS saying, it's not from Earth. And old mate boss accepts this as proof that Turner wasn't lying. Sure. Um, like, I, I, I wonder if like, still in the TARDIS somewhere because we never see these people come back out. We see Preston come out, but never her mates. Like, there could be some policemen from Black Orchid, these guys from Warriors of the Dead. They could still be in there somewhere. They could be lost in the TARDIS still to this day. Um, there's a big finish spin-off. <laughs> people from the 80s who got lost in the TARDIS and never came back out again. Um, although this is the 2080s. Uh, um so, <laughs> the Sea Devil Warriors are armed and at their stations, which gets another excellent from Ikthar. Um, he needs to buy an underwater thesaurus. Uh, the a little underwater shuttle takes off. Uh, Preston, on her way back to the bridge, finds Tegan and brings her in. And then Karina alerts them all to the little Silurian spaceship, which I think is probably bigger than it looks, um, and puts it up on the big screen which is a relief from those very big pixely letters. Uh, the Doctor tells them not to attack. He knows what that ship is. It's a Silurian battle cruiser, and they'd have no defense against it. Uh, the captain tells them to open fire, and there's a special effect. Um, <laughs> in the Silurian base, they say they've locked onto the human energy beam and neutralized their weapons. And the Doctor explains that they've turned the beam back on them, and could have torn the base apart if they wanted to. Uh, when the ship gets into position, Ikthar says, Release the Merka! Oh my god. <laughs> uh, apparently when the Merka's finished its work, they can commence their attack on the main entry point. And then there are lots of underwater model shots, which go for quite some time. Um, the boss guy tells Maddox to analyse the Silurian weapon. And Tegan asks the Doctor when he met the Silurians. And so, the Doctor is clearly given up calling them Eocenes. Uh, and he says, I've let them down before and I'll probably do so again. Oh, foreshadowing. Um, and then when Tegan asks if they're hostile, he says they're honourable. Which is like, so they're hostile. <laughs> You're equivocating there, Doctor. Oh, they're very honourable. In other words, uh, they will probably need to save face at some point. And yeah, they're probably hostile. Um, 
There's lots of tense moments of plastic helmeted guards and guns waiting at an airlock, but we'll find out what they're waiting for and get the murka in the next episode. Oh, I can't wait. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.